Oh. Good evening to you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, my mother died a couple years ago. Hold your applause. <laughs> and when you lose a parent, that is like the World Series of sadness, right? Like I never cried like that in my life. I cried so much where I thought like I had broken my eyes, right? Where I was just like, well, this is my life from now on. I busted a tap in there. Now I'm just gonna have to walk around the rest of my days with leaky Catherine Hepburn eyes. It's a fun reference if you get it. But as with anything that is incredibly sad, there's some hilarious stuff that happened the day of the funeral. For instance, my mother decreed that she had a very small viewing. It was just the immediate family, and that was it. No extended family, no friends, neighbors, nothing like that, just the immediate family at the viewing. And my older brother was late to that viewing. 10 people max were invited to this thing, one of them, her son, he was late. And me and my family, my brothers and sisters, we started to get super excited thinking about the hard time we were gonna give him when he got there. If you think we ever let him hear the end of it, you need to go back to thinking school and take some extension courses. <laughs> Cause we had a ball. Like we were getting all loaded up as soon as he came in. Hey buddy, what happened? Some errands get away from you on mom's funeral day? Oh, well, maybe next time you'll be on time. You know the traffic patterns this time of the hour. Next time mom dies, I'm sure you'll make it. So much fun. It was almost worth my mother dying in the first place. <laughs> almost. <laughs> we go from the viewing to the grave, right? We go to the grave. We're all standing around there waiting for that moment to be over. <laughs> that is, somebody should tell you what you're supposed to do when you go to a grave, <laughs> because we're just standing there, there's the casket and there's the hole and everything. We're just like, I know that all of us are just thinking, I wish someone would make the first move so we can get out of this horrifying place. But nobody wants to say anything because if you say, hey, should we go? You know that somebody else is gonna say, oh my God, what's wrong with you? We're at mom's grave hole. We have to stay a respectful amount of time, which is indeterminate. So eventually what we did, I think this is how we got out of there. Everyone just slowly started backing up and then we found ourselves in the parking lot. <laughs> Nature finds a way. And as we left the grave, I realized, oh, I'm never ever coming back here again. I don't know why people visit cemeteries. That is creepy. What are you, the Adams family? What are people doing <laughs> visiting cemeteries? I feel like that's a thing we get from the movies where you see people talking to gravestones. You know what I mean? Now, if you think, that the person can hear you, right? Just talk to them from home. I don't know why you need to go all the way out there. Is the headstone some sort of antenna or something like that? Or is it that you have to actually be where the body is? Because that seems like a bad deal for the person in there. And guess what? Your small talk is not making it any better. Hey, hi, it's me again. As always, I am sorry you are trapped in that box for eternity. Well, let me tell you about my day. The dog chewed up the DVD remote again. Get ready for a whole lot of this stuff. So we go from the grave to the wake at my parents' house. And I had forgotten that when somebody dies, they print a thing in the paper that is called the obituary. 
which essentially says, hey, if you want to see a bunch of sad people, I know where they're at. <laughs> so in the paper, it said the family would be receiving visitors at 1 p.m. 1 p.m. on the dot, people started pouring in to the house. And it is weird. It is people that I haven't seen in decades, old friends of my parents, people used to babysit me. And they're just like this weird parade of freaks coming in because they look the same but different. Like, this part is kind of familiar, but the rest of it is weird. Now, I told myself that day, you know what? I'm not going to drink today. I'm going to be present for this experience. And maybe later on, after everyone's gone, I'll have a simple glass of wine and reflect on my mother's memory. Well, as soon as these monsters started coming in, I turned to my sister and I said, this is horrible! And I went up and I literally hid for 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes, I realized it was time to start drinking. I also realized I did not know when it would ever be time to stop. So I went downstairs and I got myself a bottle of whiskey and a glass. And after the third glass, I dropped the pretense of putting the bottle back down, right? I was just carrying both around, just give myself a little warm up every once in a while. And then everybody starts coming up and everybody's saying the same thing all day long and saying, I'm so sorry about your mother, I'm so sorry. And you realize instantly when you're in the situation you've never been in before, that you have to give everyone a sincere reaction back when they say this, right? It's like you become a politician. The people come up and they say, I'm so sorry about your mother. And you have to say, thank you, thank you so much. You know, it's people like you that make funerals like this so great. So drinking more whiskey, and then some of my comedian friends who knew my mother were there. Right? Oh, how I wish you were a hundred more people. So getting a little drunk, some of my comedian friends were there who knew my mom. And uh, you know, we start talking and joking around. We we're trying to come up with the worst reaction you could have to, I'm so sorry about your mother. Right? What's the worst reaction you could have at a funeral? Someone comes up to you and says, I'm so sorry about your mother. What we eventually came up with was, not as sorry as I am, right? That is absolutely breaking the code. You're not supposed to say that. And like real sarcastic too, not as sorry as I am, right? Horrible. So we're laughing about this. The next person to come into the room is uh, an old friend of my little brother's. This is a kid I have not seen in years and years. Now he's like a man, right? And so he comes up to me and he says, hey, Paul. And I said, hey, Frank. And he said, it's Ed, actually. Oh, okay. And he sticks out his hand and he says, so sorry about your mother. And I take his hand and there is a half a second where I think, am I going to do this? <laughs> and in the remaining half a second, I realized, I am going to do this. So I shake his hand, I look him right in the eye, I say, not as sorry as I am. And then all my friends cracked up. And this guy just went, oh. And then I imagined him relating this to someone later. Like, hey, you went to that funeral today, right? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, Went up to Paul, I uh, said hello, he called me the wrong name. Okay, he's going through something, I get it. And I say, uh, sorry about your mother. He goes, not as sorry as I am, and all his friends started laughing. I give that funeral a three at best. 
I won't go back for the fathers, I can tell you that much. <laughs> a weird thing happened the other day. She's been dead for a couple years now. Just the other day, for a second, I forgot that she was dead. This is a common thing that happens to people. Forgot my mother was dead. I was hearing somebody on the radio tell the story about his mother getting Alzheimer's. And I was thinking, oh, I wonder if mom's gonna get Alzheimer's. And then I realized, oh no, she's dead. <laughs> That'll make you feel great. That'll make you feel like the most self-absorbed monster in the world. Oh, for a, for a second there, I forgot one of the two people that have the most gigantic influence over my entire life wasn't alive anymore. I've heard some people say this, because this is such a common thing. Some people have said, I was thinking, I was about to call my mother. I was about to pick up the phone and call my mother, and then I remembered that she was dead. And I could see that, but I bet there's probably someone who's taken it even a little further than that. Like, I, I called my mother, and it said the number was disconnected. So I sent her an email. I was like, Mom, what is going on? Did you forget to pay your phone bill? It didn't even go to voicemail. That email bounced right back. And I was like, oh my God, she forgot to pay for the internet too. I wonder if she's getting Alzheimer's. And then I realized she's dead. Oh, that was a close one. Oh, she's just dead. Oh, I wonder what bow tie I'm gonna wear to the TV show taping tonight. I'd better call my mom. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of the show. I do, man. Yeah, man, I was hanging out in the black community today. Both of those guys are great. <laughs> Women are just in their heads all the time. Thinking about cute shit they've done, cute shit they're gonna do, how cute they're being right now. Women are always kind of thinking about themselves, Phil. That's why a woman's favorite compliment is, hey, baby, I was just thinking about you, because she's like, oh, my God, I was just thinking about me, too. 